Welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at a hard number four wrestling. Email questions and complaints at wrestlingishard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. Fresh off the plane. Just arrived. Just got dropped off. I had to get back here and to cover AEW. I was like, we can't stay any extra days in beautiful Aruba. We have to get back and talk about Wheeler Yuta's feud. Chris, how are you? I'm wonderful. Brandon's on vacation or something. He's doing something. <laughs> how was your week? I was going to talk about my week. Uh, I mean, I, I, I sense that that's where you're steering this ship. So why don't we just steer right into Aruba and uh, we'll talk about, you know, me having to look at old man Dick for way too long on Saturday. We'll talk about that later. Okay. That sounds more exciting than a vacation in Aruba. Go ahead. Talk about your old man Dick's. Uh, so, um, yeah, I go to the gym before work on Saturday. And uh, as I so. All right. I'm going to start this out with I've developed this new habit. Where if I'm like, if I find anything I see or anyone, and I don't give a shit anymore, anyone that I see that I find off-putting or the behavior is off-putting, you know, like a perfectly fit human being riding around in the supermarket golf cart thing. Yes. You know, go-kart or whatever, rascal. Any of that, you know, especially young person, whatever. Any of that type of behavior that I, any type of behavior that I find off-putting, when I see it, I will now openly involuntarily go, Oh God! And walk right past them. I don't yeah. give a fuck. I, I and I'm not consciously doing it anymore. I just react. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on here. So uh, I'm at the gym on Saturday before work, and I go into the locker room. <laughs> I can hear this grunting, <laughs> and I go in the locker room. I go around the bed and take a shower. And there's this old guy, hairy as fuck, walking towards me. He's got his foot, his no towel on, dick swinging. His foot, his left foot is on top of his towel, and he's stepping with his right foot and then sliding his t- towel across the floor with his left. What, to dry like the floor? Fu- I don't fucking know. And my reaction was like, oh, no. That's first of all my reaction as soon as I came around the corner audibly. And then I take a shower. I can hear him grunting the entire time I'm in the shower. Meanwhile, um, I forgot to bring soap with me, so I'm looking in all the stalls that are open to see if anybody left a bottle of soap, which somebody actually did, which was great. Somebody always does. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm pilfering handfuls of Irish Spring. And then uh, I, uh, you know, I get done in the shower. I get out, and this guy is just fucking balls ass naked for like 25 minutes. Ooh. Oh, oh, grunting. Pleasure. And then I look around the corner. I look around the corner and he's bent over with his ass facing me, drying his back in the head dryer. <laughs> like, ooh, oh, oh. I saw more of this dude's dick on Saturday than I saw my own. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So that was my week. Also, um, you know, Jim, we talked about this. I, I bought my lease out of my, my truck out of my lease. So I was out looking for loans, you know, trying to get a decent rate, which is impossible right now. And the guy called me back and some for some company calls me back and I got you a great rate. And I did the math on the rate and the truck would have cost me twenty thousand dollars more than it was worth with all the fees and shit. And when he called me back, I was like, did I get the time wrong? Like, was this over thirty six months or seventy two months? And he said, oh, it was over seventy two months. I was like, dude. 
I can get a better fucking loan rate on. I can go on the street from that. I can go to the mafia and not have to pay that much interest. It's like they're just out there fucking people over. But um, that was a level of stress in my life that I didn't need that I got settled finally. So because in my mind, I was having this conversation with somebody earlier. In my mind, it was either I got the loan and bought the truck or I was standing on the Paco station, like in my mind with my hands, like Monopoly Man in my pocket with whoop, pockets whoop, turned whoop. down. Like, whoop, whoop, like there's no in between with me. And I was just worried. I don't know why, but because uh, I'm not an adult, so I don't know how to do any of this stuff. And uh, it all well, worked you're, out. You're one of many adults who was never taught how to do this stuff. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. It was funny. I uh, We were riding home. Uh, me and a couple friends were riding uh, back from we were uh, training and, and uh, we were talking about another guy that we train with really great guy. He got pulled aside by yet another person we trained with who gave him a job. And then on his first paycheck, sat him down and told him what he should do with every paycheck. There you go. And I was like, man, that's all. And then the kid has got plenty of money. Yep. And he's a young guy. He's like 25 and he's got money in the pot and the bank and he's got money in investments and money in this and money in that. And I'm like, Man, all you got to do is five minutes, 10 minute conversation, and the kids got it down. Me was, give me your money. I got to pay the bills with it. Your four fifty an hour paycheck. I need half of it. Fucking shit. I take it to the strip club. Uh, big, uh, we got some decent reviews about that. But the strip club story? I hope everybody loved our best Christmas movie ever. If you're upset about who won, tough. <laughs> Have your own raffle. Have your own. Okay. I hear you. No, I was going to say, I, uh, I, when I saw the list, there was a, there was a clear and concise winner. There was, nobody was beating trading places. It's impossible to beat in my mind and took five minutes and got smashed by probably one of the greatest movies I've ever seen on YouTube in my life. uh, Laughing. You know how hard it is to laugh when you're by yourself? Yeah. Like how much. It's you just go, oh, yeah, this is funny. Like this, the only two movies I remember laughing like that at by myself were this and Human Tornado. That was it. I'm a little gassed this week. I apologize. So am I. I'm still on island time, brother. Ja. Let's talk about the islands. Now, more importantly, uh, yesterday, so, you know, get back from the island. And you were, Chris, you were talking about uh, crazy shit happening in public and just being like, so I'm shopping at the local IGA, out picking up my meats and groceries for dinner. And I turn the corner out of the pasta aisle into the meat aisle. And two women are in the meat aisle beating the shit out of each other. Nice. I don't mean, hold on, hold on. I don't mean in the meat aisle. I mean in the meat yeah. aisle. They're rolling around in the, in the, the meat tub. <laughs> Quiet fighting. I wonder why. I don't know. What kind of do you do any investigative reporting? No, I just, excuse just me, like, excuse me, ladies, excuse me, ladies. Just I, I'm Jim with the me, Wrestling me. Is Hard podcast. Can you just tell me why this started? Pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. Excuse me, excuse pardon me. Pardon don't me, take her away yet. Don't take her away yet. I got questions to ask. <laughs> no, they just like the staff came over and broke it up, and then I was just my usual walked right into it and just stared at them like. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's an idea. Absorbed it, and then I was just like, what the fuck? And then I was walking towards uh, to go cash out, and I heard the staff, like, cackling. 
and talking about it. And then the one girl was like, oh, my God, it's on the Citizens app. And I text my wife. I'm like, check Citizens app immediately. And just in, on Citizens app, they don't give you any details. It just says, woman attacked. I bailed on that app. Yeah, it sucks. The it's the misery app. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, Ruba was wonderful. I highly suggest it. Seven days. Beautiful. Terrible beer. Terrible beer. Cocktails were terrible. Were they? Sweetest cocktails you'll ever get anywhere. Ugh. She got a uh, she got an old fashioned. It's this really cool bar that looked like it was called the Bohemian. So the first thing I thought was like you know the Bohemian Grove, the uh, you know Bal Malak and the Bohemian Grove. Google it, look it up. So we went in there and it was really cool inside. And then she got an old fashioned. That shit was like candy. I was like, oh god, every cocktail was so sweet, no matter where you went. And the beer sucked. They had two brands. They had one company. There's a company called Balashi that makes the beers. They got a Balashi, then they got Balashi Chill. Balashi is knockoff Heineken. Balashi Chill is knockoff Corona. Both of them taste like shit. It was terrible. But besides that, it was fucking wonderful. The drinks were terrible, though. Any questions? No. No. I mean, you had a good time. It was worth going. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go again. You know? Yeah. You know, a lot of times a lot of times you go to on a vacation, you're like, oh, I could live here. Oh, I love it here. I could live here. That's a place I could definitely live. Like if you hit a, the, the hit the goddamn lottery, and you were like, Go "Oh, let's, let's buy a fucking condo somewhere," I would buy one at Aruba. Get a big long braid, put a seashell at the end of it. Hell yeah, I, I've got braids yeah. right now. I'm yeah. about, I got blackface, like uh, like Dan Aykroyd and Jerry <laughs> I'm just trying to fit in, bro. Anyway, let's talk about wrestling. You want to talk about wrestling? Let's do it. Yeah, bring right, it up. Let's see what I got. Let's see. We got lots of stuff to talk about because we were gone for two weeks. Uh. Big news just came out the last couple of days. Uh, actually, in the last 24 hours, Matt, Re- Matt Riddle. Remember that guy? We don't watch him anymore. He failed his second drug test. He's off to rehab. Chris, thoughts? I don't think there's not much to say, right? People no. do drugs, they go to rehab. I, I, I really don't. Not really much to add to that. Nope. Especially since it's not a program that I watch, so it's not like I miss him. Yeah, it's not like I noticed him. Uh-huh. I was like, man, he looks really high right now. Yeah, right. Uh, also, uh, this comes out, hold on, this was in the last couple of hours, I've got the actual, this comes out from a trusted journalist this time, not fucking Meltzer, this is from the Wall Street Journal, of all places, believe it or not, if I was smart I'd already have it up, but I was looking at something else. All right, so uh, they put out an article basically saying that uh, Vince McMahon's facing legal demands from two women who allegedly sexually assaulted them. Former ref, uh, wrestling referee accused him of rape in three decades, uh, who accused him of rape three decades ago is seeking 11.75 million damages in damages. They also said Vince McMahon has told people that he intends to make a comeback at WWE, saying he got bad advice from people close to him to step down, and he now believes the allegations and investigations would have blown over if he had stayed. He's out of his fucking mind. 78 years old? 77? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Well, I know, so I guess I saw this on the news the other day that there was a, I think it's recently they passed a, I guess a bill where you can actually sue for damages for on sexual assault and rape cases even after, you can sue for damages after the statute of limitations. This is a new thing. Right. So I, I, I'm assuming because they just did it again with Bill Cosby. It's come out again. 
So people are suing him. So I'm assuming that we're going to start seeing this about quite a few people that have been accused in the past that, you know, either settled or with certain people or they, you know, they uh, just kind of it just kind of disappeared or they were found not guilty or whatever that they're you're going to get people that are going to be coming out of the woolwork and suing for damages. So this I mean, it. There's two women, you said. There's probably more. This is probably only the first ones that we're going to hear about, but I'm sure there's going to be plenty more women that come out and they sue him as well. So, um, I mean, you know, in his insulated world, he might think it's uh, he's coming back, and you'll have fans who think that he should, but um, it's probably not the best idea. No, I don't think so. You might want to lay low. It's the not really price. a good idea to flaunt it, you know? Right. The stock price jumped through the roof when they stepped down. What's it going to do when he comes back, if he comes back? I don't think he's coming back. There's no way. He is the majority stakeholder, so. What kind of bizarre world would it be where he just, like, sues uh, WWE itself as a stakeholder to try to get control back? Gotta have control. This is my life. This is what me. This is how it's going to go. He's going to. He's going to show up and his daughter's going to be like, you, you ruined that. And she's gonna, he's going to be like, oh, oh, oh. And then they're going to have a cut scene of somebody falling down a hill. Oh, that's going to be the end of it. It's going to be like Mac and me where they go oh, oh, yeah. off the cliff. I'm down with that. That's what's going on in my head right now. You ruined that. You ruined that. Oh, oh. Like El Gigante when he fell off the, the, the pier on Baywatch. Oh. <laughs> what a reference. <laughs> that's a wrestling podcast that is uh what else we got yeah uh, good idea buddy you should come back yeah come on back i'm sure everybody wants you back everybody needs you you're needed you're you're missed you're really missed we'll talk about some small stuff before we get to the big announcement so um uh there's a rumor out there that Cody bushi has is about to sign with cyber fight he's going to make more than he will at with new japan pro that he did with new japan pro wrestling we already know the story between those two um, does not seem reconcilable. Cyberfight is a company that owns uh, DDT, uh, NOAA. I think he's already going to be booked for a NOAA show, I believe. Thoughts, Chris? I mean, I think this guy's money wherever he goes. So, and uh, I honestly don't think, you know, I think it's good for, I think it's good for New Japan too. I mean, if, I mean, you know, I, I don't know the situation between them. Nobody knows what it really was, but if they're not gonna, gonna be able to reconcile, I think it's good for them too. It gives you the opportunity to put some more people in big spots, spreads the butter thin, so you'll get him somewhere else. Kota Bushi will be somewhere else. There's plenty of people out there to wrestle, so it's not like I don't think we're losing anything. I think that you're elevating. If you, if he goes to Noah, it elevates Noah. We'll make that more interesting. So, uh, you know, I mean, maybe it's mutually beneficial to everybody. And if he's involved with Cyberfight, and through that he is now involved with DDT, I think his chances of showing up in, on American TV with AEW have been increased than they would be yeah. with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Also, um, you know, he's he's also, you know, we know that he's open to do some wild shit. Yeah. So him and DDT could be a perfect match. Have you ever seen any of his old DDT stuff? I, I only the one where he wrestles the doll. Okay, <laughs> the one that yeah, that's ever, really that, that, that true wrestling fans hate. This is yeah. real. They've they're disgracing this fake fighting that I watch every week. I'm so upset. Uh, uh, <laughs> Why isn't he wrestling another very fit, handsome, greased man in underwear? 
It's the only thing that gets me off, brother. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else before we get to the really big news? The real big news. I'm teasing. You know we, we, we want to talk about it. How about this? Minoru Suzuki is announced tomorrow. Tonight. <laughs> Minoru Suzuki has hinted that there's going to be a big reveal involving Suzuki-Goon at the show, at the... It's the 12:14 New Japan show, which is in Sendai, which is actually tonight, 3 a.m. show. What do you think? Any chance? What do you think, Chris? Give it. A I guess. have no idea. I have no idea. It's going to be. Um, I don't know. You tell me. I have no idea. I have no I'm idea lost either. Here. What's Kushida doing? Kushida, go join Minoru Suzuki over in Suzuki again. There you yeah, go. Where are you? Remember he when was he went, a... Remember when he went back to New Japan? We were all excited. Where he was in an ad for a salami. I saw that. Yeah, yes. He's fighting a luchador over a Mexican, Japanese Mexican salami. Yep. But other than that, I haven't seen him. Yeah. All right, here's the big news. You ready? Yeah, give me the big news. All right. Wrestle Kingdom, January 4th. Huge news. Carl Anderson will appear. It's official. He's going to show up. Sasha Banks is rumored to be appearing at Wrestle Kingdom. This is all we know. Everything else is speculation. This is this was reported by someone I guess who's trusted, and then parroted by Dave Meltzer, <laughs> as per what he does. As per the the best parroting he can do of an actual human being speaking. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Here's the rumors. News. She's gonna show up at Wrestle Kingdom. The assumption is, well, this is my assumption. I'm just gonna fill it in. Challenges. Kyrie, who's obviously winning against Tom Nakano. It's going to be a great match, but we know how that's going to turn out. Kyrie's got challengers set up to face for this IWGP title. She's set up these feuds through it since she came back. So Sasha Banks appears. Huge coup. Challenges Kyrie. We've got the show in January 17th, I believe, is the Yokohama Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Written Sasha Banks versus Kyrie. Now, I I can't speak for Chris. Sasha Banks is easily the – I think she is the best WWE-based professional wrestler, women-wise, woman-wise. Some might say Charlotte. Some might say Bailey. I think Sasha Banks is the one. She's Star Wars. She's been in Star Wars, which is fucking huge. Her uncle is Snoop Dogg, who is probably the best dude in the world. Rumor is that she's going to make over $100,000 per appearance. She's making more than Chris Jericho, who supposedly made $100,000 in appearance, which is a massive amount of money. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, I would have to agree with you on the that uh, uh, Sasha Banks being the top female WWE product. I mean, invented, right? Basically, came up through their system. So she's. I would give. I would give you that. Um, Charlotte's right up there with her. I, I mean, look, if this is true, I, I'll be waiting to see it because that would be fantastic. Uh, I'm really enjoying Kyrie being in Japan uh, and doing things. So, uh, you know, I didn't realize how much I liked her until she went away and then came back in Japan. So this is this is, uh, you know, I'm not getting my hopes up, I, 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 you know, because none of this is we don't know any any of this is true. So uh, if it happens, that'd be great. And then to see the two of them go at it in uh, in uh, at the end of January would be 
awesome. I mean, that's worth the price of admission right there. So uh, I, I'm kind of pulling for it to happen. I'm not sure that it will, but you never know. Yeah, the other rumors that are out there is that Rosie Agawa approached her to come over to fight for stardom. She's a huge, you know, otaku. She loves Japan. And uh, he uh, approached her, and her asking price was too much. And he was just like, no fucking way, I'm not paying her. And then um, uh, what's the company that owns fucking New Japan and Stardom? That's uh, Bushiroad. Bushiroad. Bushiroad uh, was like, yeah, pay her. Get her over here. Smart fucking move. Yeah. Yeah, she's definitely the, the – the she's – I think you'll agree with me that she is probably the best uh, self-marketed uh, – maybe the best self-marketed wrestler, not even female wrestler, wrestler in the world right now. Um, I mean, the only one that would come to mind that markets themselves, you know, there's only two people that did a better job marketing themselves and neither of them really wrestle and they're, you know, it's the fucking rock and John Cena. Right. Uh, but they don't wrestle anymore. So, I mean, just as far as somebody that's that early in the wrestling career Mm -hmm. and being able to, uh, reach outside of that box and, put themselves out there as somebody other than a wrestler. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of people that really like star Wars that saw her and was like, I don't know who that is. Oh, she, Oh, she's a, she's a, Oh wow. She's a wrestler. Yeah. There's some people out there. I mean, not everybody. Well, a lot of people do more people don't watch this crap than watch it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I, fuck it. like we always just assume, Oh yeah, yeah. That guy's a pro wrestler. Well, I never saw him. It's yeah. Nobody fucking, oh, I don't watch that shit. We have so, a solid number of how many people watch professional wrestling. There's no guessing. It's no, the most, it's, every week. it's the most yeah. watched show. It's the two million. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. how many people That's watch it. pro wrestling. Yep. We've talked about this before. 318 or 330 million people. 300, in we'll say 350 million people. Two million watch it. That's less nobody. than 1%. That's no one. Yeah. It's less than 1%. Yeah. There you go. Still a massive number, but in compared to the actual people who live in this country, it's nothing. It's nobody. Nobody watches it. Yeah. yeah. Nobody watches wrestling. So there you go. It's good news. I'm, I'm excited. excited. I, I hope, hope it happens. happens. I hope so, too. And it's I will perfect this. Go ahead. I will tell you this. I don't hope it happens enough that I actually stay up all night long and watch it. I, I will watch be it staying up all night. Regardless, and this excites what, me even more. What is it? It's a... Is it a Thursday morning? Thursday early morning? No, Wednesday night Wednesday and Thursday morning? Wednesday, right? It's the 4th. Hold on. Let's see. January of 2023, the 4th. So it happens on Wednesday, so it'll be two for us. It's late, late night Tuesday, late, early, early morning Wednesday. Early, that's what I mean. Tuesday, right. I, you know, I still think after of the like, bars close on Tuesday. Yeah, I still think of I, you know, late night I'm working, so it's mm. still. The I used to always have a rule: it's not the next day until the sun sun comes up. Right. Because like I'm trying to explain. Well, I mean, it was Wednesday night, but it was after midnight, so it was Thursday morning. No, it's Wednesday fucking night. Right. But yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, so yeah, no, that's exciting. Uh, I'll be watching that in the morning. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Um, it it, it also sets up pretty good. It's uh, it makes the middle of the card very exciting. Because yes. I don't think the, I don't think they, I think the, this is the perfect spot for the IWGP women's title it would be right in the middle of the show. Because you're gonna need a come down match, so you can do like the tag title is the come down match. Yeah. Because I'm imagining the the main event's gonna be Okada versus Jay White. And then yep. the second main event, I guess the, the lead up to that will be Omega versus Osprey. So that's perfect right in the middle of the show. That's like the, the everybody's going to be hyped. If Sasha Banks is there, it's going to be massive. It'll still be 
early enough that people will still be awake on in the West Coast. So, good. Yeah, I will say this though. Um, I never thought I'd be in a position watching a New Japan card and desperately praying that Will Osprey wins. <laughs> yeah, he's winning. Home turf win. He's winning. Yeah. It's just the way wrestling works. All right, you ready about the, you ready to talk about the Wrestle Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame? Yeah, let's get into this. You sent it out, and I glossed over it, but there was a lot going on, so I didn't really pay attention. Like, I was looking, and I want to hear what you have to say about this, and then I'll okay. chime in. So, uh, if you're unaware, I don't know how, if you're a wrestling fan, Wrestle Observer Newsletter is Dave Meltzer's hand-typed newsletter. Thousands of pages a, a, a week he puts out. Words. Thousands of words. Oh, it's Thousands of pages a week he puts out. A lot of those words are ums and uhs. So he sends out ballots. I, I don't know how many people there are. A couple thousand people. And they vote. And he's got rules. You know, if you get underneath a certain percentage of votes, you're knocked off. You might come back later. He's got a whole bunch of rules for it. But uh, the Wrestle Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame inductees. Here we go. You ready for this? Let's do it. Here's two promoters. I don't know who G- Lou Darrow and Johnny Doyle are, but props to them. Great. I hope they didn't have sex with minors. Um, the Holy Demon Army. Chris, are you familiar with the Holy Demon Army? You know who that no, is? I, no. That's Tawei and Kawada. The tag team? Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Holy Demon Army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, All right. They're in. Tetsuya Naito? Oh, oh, by the way, let me go over this. Uh, so to be, when you factor in who to vote for. There's actual criteria. And the criteria being, and of course it's all subjective, but the criteria are success, meaning titles and shit like that, the kayfabe stuff. Drawing power. So you got to be a draw. Uh, what else is it? Uh, I don't remember the rest. But it's a bunch of, it's, it's like four different categories that you have to go through. So some of the stuff you're going to look at and you're going to be like, oh, how did this guy not get in? How did this guy get in? Well, that's longevity is another one. So, so Naito's in there. Kota he's in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame. Who's in it? Okay. Uh, go ahead. Keep going. Kota Bushi's in there. Mystico. Villanos. That's from the Mexican bracket, if you couldn't tell. Rollerball Rocco. Rollerball Rocco is uh, the first black tiger. There you go. Do you want to hear you want to hear Dave get in? Yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts on this? Hold on. First, let's hear thoughts. Well, first of all, I mean, I think it's a little bit too early to be voting in people like Naito and Kotobushi, right? I mean, like... I disagree. They're still in the height of their career. I mean, they're in their 40s now. Uh, okay. They're at, the, they're at the top of professional wrestling. They're definitely draws. No, I get that. But, I mean, I'm going to go... I'm go, But, all right, so... Uh, what I mean is, is that you rarely see in any Hall of Fame, real or fake... Do you see? I mean, this is a real Hall of Fame because people are actually voting on it. Right. Right. So rarely do you see guys who are or women who are still actively playing or working. They're still wrestling. It's not like like I could see if Naito popped up for two shows a year, but he's in every major show that they have with a major role. You know, like, I mean, yeah, I get it. He's 40, but he's still there all the time. How about Okada? Do you think but he whatever. deserves to be in? He deserves, but not now. He's in. But this, you know what? Here's the thing. 
Here's the thing. It's not that he doesn't deserve. All right. Let me rephrase this. Yeah, good. It's not my Hall of Fame. It's his. And he can do whatever the fuck he wants with it. So go ahead. Those guys definitely deserve to be in every wrestling Hall of Fame there is. I'm not knocking their talent. I'm not saying they suck and they don't belong in the Hall of Fame. If you I'm, had I'm rules. I'm arguing semantics yeah. and those rules. They're not. It's not my Hall of Fame. Yeah, right. If it was your Hall of Fame, the rule would be. The rule would be you would probably have to be retired, retired. or considered like a part-timer at that point. Right, yeah. So the guys that are like the grand, the, the dads of New Japan. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, Dustin Tenzo. Rhodes. Yes. There you go. But like you said, not mine. Do whatever you want. You're the one that put it together. I'm going to go through some guys that didn't make it, okay? Yeah. Sergeant Slaughter. Jack and Jerry <clears throat> Briscoe. Rick and Scott Steiner. Now, I don't know if these guys are in individually, and they're just this is them because they're listed together. So I'm going to say that these guys are are um, in the, the as a tag team. Because mm-hmm. Davy Boy Smith and Dynamite Kid are not in there, and I'm pretty sure Dynamite Kid's in, and Jerry and Jerry Briscoe's in there. So mm-hmm. Paul Orndorff with his pen arm. Johnny Saint, who we hear a lot about, but I don't know shit about him except for a couple of videos on fucking YouTube. Uh, how about uh, Jim Johnson, the music guy for WWE? CM Punk is not in. Ted Turner is not in. Junkyard Dog, probably one of the biggest draws in the South. Not in there. Yeah, huge, right? Now, here's one that people were arguing a lot about, and I get it. Tomohiro Ishii. He's not in there. But... Listen, we could talk about match quality. Match quality was one of the factors. Match quality is fine. Is he a draw? Are people Not dropping really. people dropping seventy bucks to go to Tokyo Dome because he's in there? No, he fills an hole. No, he's a mid Carter, career mid Carter, which is great. He's entertaining as fucking hell. SEMA, we've talked about SEMA. Edge is not in. The three man team of Kerry, Kevin, and David Von Erich, Randy Orton. Tony Schiavone, Mike Tanay. These are guys that are not in. Not in. Arn okay. Anderson, they, they were on the ballot. Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. Roman Reigns, not in. Uh, Hardy Boys, not in. Trying to find another good one. The Grand Wizard. Bret the Hart. KKK guy? Not <laughs> that guy. Ernie no, Roth. Not, not David Duke? <laughs> no. Uh, the Hart uh, Foundation, not in there. Hayabusa? Mm-mm. Some, some motherfucker named Joe Huguchi? The Gooch? Shingo Takage is on here? Now, there's a guy It's like, all right, yeah, he's been a couple of, he's been a champ, and he's been in different promotions, but in the Hall of Fame? Get out of here. Wasn't he a Dragon Gate guy? Yeah, he's a Dragon Gate dude. Yeah. Rosie Ogawa? Not in there. Bill Goldberg, not accepted to the club. Becky Lynch is on here. Bill Curry, Chris. Someone named Bill Curry. I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> A little inside joke for me and Chris. Bill Curry. Uh, How about this? Yoshiaki Fujiwara. Fujiwara, not in there. Not in there. Nope. He doesn't. He hasn't earned it. And apparently, if under 20%, if you don't get above 20% of the vote, then you're eliminated. So here's guys that are eliminated. Ole Anderson, Bob Caudle, Bob Caudle, Mako Satamora, she's out. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, Rocky Johnson. They're, 
they can only be I think they can be put in as they're on they're out of next year's voting. Eliminated. How do you have a wrestling hall of fame? I mean, a number of those dudes aren't in it. Sanchiro Takage. And then, and then you say Scott. Oh, I'm Hall, sorry, Kevin sorry, Nash. sorry, sorry. Less than ten percent of the votes. Okay. Are dropped from next year's ballot, so I apologize. Tiger Jeet Singh. Trish Stratus. La Parca, the original La Parca. Kojiman Tenzan. This is just a couple of these people I'm naming. This is how long this fucking list is. <laughs> Chris thoughts. It's you know, he makes a he makes a Hall of Fame ballot like he rattles off wrestling quote unquote news. Mm-hmm. Like it's rambling. It makes no fa- he just regurg- he regurgitates shit out of his mouth. He gets a microphone or he gets his fucking typewriter and he's just like, <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, and then like, I think it's so his fans, the Observer Newsletter fans are voting on this. Yeah. And news. these fans. Well, it's not just fans. It's it's okay. quote unquote journalists can vote. Get, oh, they get Jesus. a they get a ballot. too. OK. Okay, any objective individual, like them or not, because you know what names stood out to me the most, mm-hmm. are going to say that Hall and Nash don't belong in any wrestling Hall of Fame. They're responsible for the probably one of the – I mean, they're responsible for something that still makes WWE money. Yes, it does. They still sell NWO belts and fucking T-shirts on their website, and there's still NWO fucking belts and T-shirts in the crowd every time you watch any wrestling event. But then you could say, okay, but you could say drawing, selling power, great. In in ring? Mm. Scott Hall. Longevity? Mm. Uh, You're not talking about individuals. You're talking about them as a tag team. Them as a tag team. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. If you're going to be objective about it and you're going to hold people to a criteria, they don't, they don't match that. You know, they don't, they may, they may not check all those boxes. So I can understand that. Right. I think that to get into his hall, into his hall of fame, you have to get all whatever his brackets are. I think there's four qualifications and I think, you have to meet them all, and then objectively vote. If you, you could say, you could say, like, well, maybe not a great wrestler, but he's got the other yeah. three. Right, I got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? I got gotcha. you. So let's. Let, I pose this this to you. Yes. What since they're big on percentages, uh, and this uh, uh, would it garner enough percentage points to stay on the ballot next next year? What percentage mm-hmm. of those wrestlers give a flying no, fuck Some of them that, are. <laughs> they're in Meltzer's, Meltzer's Hall of Fame? I, I, the WWE ones are ridiculous, too. I mean, they're all fucking ridiculous. It's all sub- they're, they're, The WWE ones is totally subjective. It's whatever they feel like doing. Yeah, well, I mean, it may, you know, it's all part Here's of... Here's Kid Rock! <laughs> it's all part of the storyline, right? We can bring some... Like, look... If you're if you're uh, if you're in Detroit or you're into God's guns and Trump, then we'll bring in fucking uh, Kid Rock that year. I mean, yep. it makes sense. Yeah. Anybody that sees this as an actual Hall of Fame is out of their fucking mind. It's what can we get people to get excited about and spend money on? I'm down with that. I mean, his his music was a the soundtrack I think for a whole fucking era of WWE. Yeah, so. that Limp Bizkit. 
Does anything speak more to the WWE fan than Kid Rock and Limp Bizkit? Limp Bizquit. Limp Bizquick. Yeah. All right, let's move on. I'm not going to talk about Start. I have Stardom on here, but we're not going to talk about it this week. We'll talk about it when the pay-per-view comes up. How about the Ring of Honor pay-per-view? Let's just talk about this because I was told that this was one of the greatest pay-per-views in the history of pay-per-viewing. Bet you it wasn't. I bet not, too. And we're going to use the beautiful cagematch.net, one of my favorite websites. A.R. Fox and Blake Christian defeated El Facción Ingobernable. It only got 5.2 out of 10, right? Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor World Title. Apparently, this was very good. Uh, Athena defeated Mercedes Martinez. She's uh, she's kind of working heel now, and uh, I'm fucking for it, Athena. I, I still I still can't hang. She's Sorry. Rules. Yeah. Fucking never seen a human. I've never seen a human being awesome. like that in real life. Dude, she's fucking awesome. I've never seen a human being behave like that. Um, how about this? Swerve in Our Glory defeated Shane Taylor Promotions, Chris. I could not possibly give a fuck about any of this. Go ahead. Here you go. Here's it going. We're getting angry. Hold on. Not yet. This was a title change. The Embassy. <laughs> what? The Embassy defeated Dalton Castle and the boys, Brandon and Brett. Why they're not yeah, called thanks. Brandon and Brendan. Maybe that's why Brandon's out. He got hurt in that match. He was one of the boys. <laughs> He's one of the boys. Uh, we, we, he, he could have gotten away with it because we didn't watch. So, Chris, thoughts on that match? I saw Dalton. I'm going to go. I, did. I had that loaded up for Brandon, and then he guessed it in the group chat. <laughs> and then he's not here for me to do it anyway. Yeah, fucking loser. Come on. Move on. Ring of Honor pure title match. Wheeler Yuta defeats Daniel Garcia via referee's decision. Wheeler Yuta is now. The ROH Pure Title Champion. They're not building any equity with this fucking thing. I don't understand what's going oh, on. Oh, wait, you hear where the equity pays off? Um, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Title Double Dog Collar Match. Nine point five seven votes on on their match guide. The Briscoes defeated FTR. Actually, this, this I'm hearing this is a pretty damn good match. Uh, you know, you're saying this, and we're laughing about it, but I, I think of these two, two, two tag teams. Say what you will about the Briscoes. They have exciting matches. They do. I love Mark Briscoe. You know, I mean, but I don't like not... Jay Briscoe. I like Mark Briscoe. Uh, who's, he's the chicken, right? Yeah, he's the chicken. Yeah. He's but, awesome. Um, I mean, they, like I said, I, I, I saw, I saw Mark Briscoe, Jay Briscoe wrestle Jay White mm-hmm. when he was on excursion, and it was fucking great. Yeah. Of course, Jay Briscoe's dad was in the, in the we were standing right in front of his dad uh, he was yeah he was upset but that was a great match and um you know they put on good matches so i can see where this one would live up to the to the expectations i know that um i know that uh bald bald fdr yes bald cash or dax. smash whatever dax dax hard would put up a like i wouldn't even say it was cryptic but like a a tweet afterwards and it was basically like that was fun or see you next time or see you around, you know, like about the after the match and immediately they're yeah, going back to WWE. Yeah. WWE. Give me a fucking no, I mean, I'm assuming this is what I'm assuming. I'm assuming that these guys are going to drop both of those titles. Yeah, they're going to drop every title and, they have. 
Yeah, and then they're going to go full time AEW to wrestle with the Young Bucks. That's how this is. They're going to win now. against like the Young Bucks. They're going to win the yeah. title in AEW. They're going to, yeah, they're going to be fighting against the Young Bucks. Well, I mean, that look, that that's a a feud that should go on for like a year. Mm-hmm. It'll go on for a month. You know, they'll fucking they'll fucking uh, they'll just shotgun it, force it down our throats over the course of a month, and have them win the title or whatever. But this is uh, it's that's what they're doing with it. And then this way they'll be there all the time. They won't have to go defend the. They got the IWGP tag title still, they got or the AAA right? one. They got AAA ones. They had the Ring of Honor ones. They lost them. They're gonna lose them all. Yeah. Peel them all off, and then they're gonna and then, leave for WWE. Yeah. Hey, Vince no, is coming so, back. Everybody's going. Vince. I bet you William. Oh, that's right, William. Well, let's finish this up. How about yeah, this one? Okay. Ring of Honor World Title World Television Title Match. Samoa Joe defeats Juice Robinson. Next, Ring of Honor World Title Match. Claudio Casariori defeats Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho taps out from the airplane spin. I fucking love it. That's great. That's fucking. That's a great. That's a great way for a fucking shithole heel to fucking lose. He had him going for like twenty five spins, and he was going. "Ah!" That is fucking like right there, like dude. That's fucking exciting pro wrestling right there, right? That's and that and look, I am willing to bet that the person I don't know this, we obviously don't know it, but I bet you that the person that came up with that fucking idea was Chris Jericho. Absolutely, almost guarantee it. I will tap out to not your fucking sharpshooter. Not enough people tap fucking, out to secondary moves. You got to tap fucking out airplane moves. spin. Or the giant swing is what it giant is. Not swing. The airplane spins airplane on your shoulders. Sorry. Airplane. I said, I said airplane. I, I used to always, I used to always, when I used to make myself in WWE 2K, I would always, the airplane spin was always one of my moves. <laughs> Put them on the shoulders, spin <laughs> around, and drop. Was it Mike Rotundo that did that? Mike Rotundo did the airplane spin. Yeah. yeah. Fucking great shit, though, man. That's a, that's a great, that's great fucking storytelling. That's how a heel loses a fucking belt. Chris, you, you never, you never be, you never guess this, but the internet was very upset that he tapped out to the airplanes. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Fuck them. It's true. Punk ass motherfuckers. I will go out of my way to try to catch a couple of these matches, but I am not paying for it. And speaking of which, no. Ring of Honor announces their streaming service is the Honor Club, Chris. Okay. For nine ninety nine, you can get all of Ring of Honor. But supposedly that it's going to be the exclusive American streaming of New Japan Strong as well. Oh. They're working with New Japan Strong, which is good. It's developmental. And now Ring of Honor that, has set itself up for what we thought it was going to be. It's developmental for AEW. That's fantastic. Absolutely. I got news for you. It was fucking developmental the entire time it was around yeah, for it's everybody else. Developmental for every other fucking company in the world. They just fucking cherry picked their fucking talent, mm-hmm. and that was it, right? There you go. There you go. I love that ending. Yep. Stephen Regal is returned to WWE. Uh, according to some reports, <laughs> he added his clause that he would could come back to WWE if Vince quit. <laughs> he specifically was like, "I predict in the future." Vincent K. McMahon will need to leave this company. And once he does, I shall return. They're like, sure, sure. Vince was like, the guy who signed in the, those contracts was like, Yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah, no yeah. problem. You hate me. 
You can come back when I'm gone. So, yeah, Stevie Regal's gotten written off TV. He got beat up a couple times to promo during the um, AW show. And uh, he's going back. His kid's there. He's going to go work in NXT. It's part of development. Chris, thoughts? I mean, it was good to see him in AEW. Um, this is, that's, but I mean, NXT was at its best when he was like basically running developmental. So that might be the move. Yeah. I mean, they don't have anybody that's even remotely fucking exciting. It's, they're bringing a lot of people down from the main roster to wrestle on Wednesday nights. Uh, I only know this cause I see it on Instagram. Um, you know, I mean, it's, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Sorry, I have these giant plants behind me. You can see them. And occasionally I get a a gnat of some sort is awoken oh, okay. is awoken from its deep sleep and I'm like I actually use I use my rubber tree because we I I don't want I refuse to get a Christmas tree because yeah, we talked they, about this last uh, week you burn your house down up, right yeah I Christmas up my rubber tree I started today mm-hmm. I got I my... have I have plants there's no reason to buy dying plants to put them in my house to throw them out for fucking hundred dollars I got my tree set up in my uh well it's not set up yet it's ready to go I have one of these giant bags you put it in. Which I thought yeah. would be a great idea. So fucking heavy. It's like carrying a dead body up the steps. It's like, oh god, this is awful. Yeah, there you go. You've seen Chris. Hey. You've been in my house. You were actually in this room. It's I'm, I've been in a state of move-in since for two years now. Yeah, I, I was in that room, and uh, I uh, I was like, uh, I, I actually was going. I was thinking. I was like, when I see Jim, I'm going to tell him take the time and set your room up. It'll make it makes your life so much greater when you can see all your shit. Yeah, I'm never in here though. Yeah, yeah. The kitchen now. Yeah, and you know what though? That's the other thing though. You have, you know, when you see this joyous happening behind me, it's in my basement. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different story. Yeah, I know. It's not like only it's a spare here. room. Like I would never go into a spare room unless it was to do a podcast or something. You're right. That's what I'm doing. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty much storage for now. But yeah, my when I had to tell you to uh, put those plants in my room i was thinking like yeah he's gonna see these boxes all over the place and be like yuck no there's nothing in there it's extension cords there's extension cords there's a a a box full of uh hangers and there's a couple of t-shirts that don't fit and i don't have a bin for them yet so because of course i'm going to save those t-shirts that i'm going to eventually lose weight for yeah okay hold on once yeah keep talking yeah there we go no my my uh lovely Wife just came home and I thought I locked her locked her out of the house, but apparently I didn't. Locked her door, keep her out. AEW Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal this week on AEW, by the way. Uh, the participants participants were Ricky Starks, Jungle Boy, The Butcher and the Blade, Dustin Rhodes, Orange Cassidy, Brian Cage, Lee Moriarty, Ethan Page, Kip Sabian, Captain Sean Dean, and Dalton Castle. Looked good. He did. This is a good show. He looked good. Yeah, this uh, uh, winner was Ricky Starks. Uh, we'll yeah. talk about we'll talk about the match first. Yeah, this is good. This is fun. I like battle royals. I'm a big fan of battle royals. Good, especially to start a show off. It's a good place to put it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like they do it sometimes where it's just like, oh, this great thing happened. Now we're just going to cut to a bunch of dudes walking down to the ring. That happens a lot. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's time for the battle royal. So. Yeah, we're getting Orange Cassidy and I guess Kip Sabian or in a feud. They did a promo yeah. later on where Kip Sabian Kip Sabian has earned the right to choose the person you'll face, which makes no sense. Why wouldn't it just be you? I choose someone else besides me. Doesn't make any sense. It's dumb. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, so uh, Ricky Starks wins. Big pop. Uh, speaking of which, Austin, Texas, fucking awesome crowd. This crowd was amazing. For this yeah, game. it was really good. You know, it's amazing when, and it, well, first of all, we haven't had very good crowd. We haven't had very good cards. We had the one that was the uh, ladder match, which was a good one. But um, I was thinking about this when I'm watching this, and I'm like, there's certain crowds that go to wrestling where the place where they're at, wrestling is cool and fun to go to. Going to wrestling is is cool. And then you go to Philly when you go to an AEW show. And going to wrestling is for geeks that watch wrestling. Yeah. Like the the entire crowd down in Austin was like having a good time. They were partying. They were having a blast. They were just playing along with the entire show. And then you have geek crowds, like the one that comes to Philly now, that just are just poop. They're poop the whole fucking show. Yeah, trash crowd. I would it's, assume, you know, uh, uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, where it had that hype around it. I yeah, never yeah. was into it. I never cared about it. But it had hype around it, where you had, like, Ronda Rousey was showing up there, and Sofia Vergara and uh, yeah. her husband, and Joe Mangiello. And, I mean, you had, like, a buzz around it. Those crowds were probably great. I was going to say, California, like, that's apparently, uh, like, there's pro wrestling in Hollywood, and apparently that's really fun and cool. Fun. It's and an cool. event. Yeah. It's cool. It's a cool thing to do. Right. Wrestling here is a geek thing to do, and it attracts right. fucking geeks, and it's no fucking fun. And they can't be in public. <laughs> My mommy bought, let me borrow $100. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I apologize. It was fantastic. Yeah, I just got a little confused. That's all. I got a little angry. <laughs> No, I agree with you though. Like, what what would they what could they possibly do to make it cool, to make it fun, right? It seemed cool and fun it's, there. It's a thing to do. It's not something that comes out of our cave. Like even New York, for you know? obnoxious as New Yorkers can be, the yeah. shows in New York are fun. They're the fun. Crowd is into it. It's fun. Philly is geek down. It's geeks here, and they're yeah. geeks from all over the place. It's not Philly geeks. It's the geeks from, uh, you know, your your neck of the woods, Chris. It's the geeks from the burbs that drive in. Yeah, the dirt jers. It's the guy from that I, when they I was in Aruba. The guy from Bucks County when I was in Aruba that had a fucking Trump 2024 T-shirt on. He was like, you know, what's the perfect beach wear? A Trump 2024 shirt. He was like, I'm going to wear this shirt because everybody's going to get mad. And I'm going to show America's best. Yeah. We were, at a, we were at a place called Mango Tango. Mango Tango. And it was like the whitest place ever. It was just white music called playing. Ma- you know called I mean? Mango Tango, Jim. Yeah. What do you expect? It was just white music. You know what I mean? Like, like Welcome to the Jungle was playing. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's white people for music. And uh, this guy was there, and he was there. His wife was so fucking drunk. She's like, I and love this it. This guy is hitting on Trump. Well, hitting. We'll call it hitting was talking to these three girls are obviously like 22 and he's like no business even speaking to them. not even talk there is no business to even talk to them nope and they are openly mocking him my wife and i are just sitting there like oh god and the wife's just like there and i just keep saying to my wife i'm like they're looking for they're looking for a third tonight that's what they're doing he go find his third 
Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to perform tonight. Can you find someone to take my place that's possibly as beautiful as I am? And then he's pl- he's you know taking his Viagra and getting his pee- little pee-pee hard, and he's banging this uh, girl that he date raped. He gave it a date rape drug, and he's plowing her. Woo! And she's going, and the wife's sitting there, and she's got her glass, and she's going, "I love you, with whiskey." There you go. I just, <laughs> I just wrote the entire story. That's a that's a wrestling story. <laughs> There you go. That's what goes through my head. Oh, God. There you go. Dude, people just don't, like, it's just, like, everybody talks, oh, this is just entitled, and there's this, and you always hear entitlement, and Mm -hmm. you just go, it's entitled, and entitled. You want to know what I see more than entitlement? Lack of fucking dignity. That's true. You're uh, going to talk about kids uh, being entitled when you're in a bar like, oh, I just turned into a they're the, completely they're involuntary. Entitled, but you know, that's the people that are entitled. Yeah. We were, okay, I'm gonna, another Aruba story. So we go to Let's another beach going. bar. Let's just keep going. I don't give a shit about wrestling. Keep going. Fuck it's another wrestling. Aruba story. And mind you, we had a fucking blast. It's just fucking weird. Now, we picked Aruba because Aruba's like middle class. Yeah. Sure, there's poor people there, and I'm sure they're being taken advantage of. But you see a lot of people who are like, I went on vacation at Caribbean. I went to the Dominican Republic. You know, the place where they're like killing people and shit. But I was okay. I was in a cage community. It was beautiful. Yeah, well, what was it? Punta Cana. Yeah, Punta Cana. It's got like a fucking Great Wall of China around it. Yeah, like catapults yeah. and trebuchets keeping people the fuck out. Right, yeah. right. You see that all the time where people are like, yeah, I went to this place. It was beautiful. Uh you know, we didn't have to worry about things because it's a fucking nightmare because there's a civil war and gangs are killing each other. But I'm okay, I'm okay over here in my walled, gated community. It was beautiful. I don't like doing that. I don't like contributing to that. No, I agree with Social you. consciousness. Consciousness. So we picked Aruba. Aruba's gorgeous. Beautiful. It's a desert, too. It's cactus. It's dry. Wonderful place. So we were able to, like, enjoy other things besides our caged community of safeness. So we were allowed to drive. We, we got a rental car driving around. Oh, they got only got roundabouts. They don't have stoplights. It's fucking yeah. amazing. It's That's like, awesome. It's, it's like playing, um, uh, what's the uh, Excite bike? That's what it's like. I was just fucking whipping around. That was great. So, you know, we wander around. And we're going to these different bars. And we rented scooters. We had a fucking good time. So we went to this one bar. And we heard the music. We were walking to dinner one night. We heard the music, and it was uh, some kind of you know karaoke or a cover band or something like that. So we're like, all right, we'll check that out the one night. So we go up there. Some kind of Latin music's playing. And there's this crew of like you know 60s, 70s. You know, though you could they're waist like they're fucking drunk. The one guy is like he's got that like military bowl cut, but it's all white, and his face is so red from years of abuse. He's just like staring at His body is trying to absorb any kind of water because he won't allow it to have water. He can only have alcohol. Alcohol and hot dogs. So they're sitting there, and we're sitting there, we're drinking our beers. Mind you, the, the, the bar top is really high, and the chairs are really loud. And we're sitting there, we're drinking, and we're, you know, we're having a good time. Then all of a sudden, fuck, welcome to the jungle comes on. It kicks in. 
you know, how welcome the jungle kicks in. And mm-hmm. this old drunk bag, mind you, there was Latin music. I felt like it was on, I felt like it was on, on an island, not northeast Philly. This old bag goes, finally, some fucking real music. She came Dignity. to Aruba to go hang out at a bar in North Wildwood. Chris loved. Dignity. None of it. They have done. None. They, they have none. Care. People have none. They don't care. They just do not care. And they complain about others. I had this conversation with you the other day, and we may have talked about it on here, where you sent me that video of the guy getting cut off on the dirt bike mm-hmm. in New York. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a I'm not even going to say a certain generation because I hear well, – I mean, I guess my generation and up. I don't know about younger people because I don't listen to them. But it's, it's a – It's Gen X and older. Yeah, it's Gen X and older. It's a uh, – and I'm going to say a predominantly um, white trait of if I feel I'm more virtuous than you, then you deserve to die. Right. Like, you know, you're breaking the law by riding a dirt bike in the streets of New York. So it's okay that I just drove in front of you and almost killed you because I'm more virtuous. I'm in a vehicle that's registered with a licensed driver, we assume, and you're doing something you're really not supposed to do. That is, oh, what's the difference? He's not supposed to be doing it. That doesn't mean he deserves death. (laughs) So I, I, it's, and, and, and it's, it's this, but at, so I guess what I'm saying is it's that it's this complete every, you, you sit in judgment of others when every action of yours is garbage, garbage. And it happens all the time. I see it. It's fucking, I never forget the guy. There was a guy complaining. This is in early 2020, March of 2020. Yeah, March of 2020. A guy was complaining that they were going to give Philadelphia school children, they were still going to give them their free lunches, even though the schools were closing because of COVID. And I said, he said, you mean we got to pay for their lunches now? And I said, dude, you already did. You did it last year. Mm-hmm. Like you, you already paid, for, paid for this food. Would you rather they threw it out? What's the difference? What is the fucking difference? And it's this sense of right. I don't get free lunch. So the people that do get free lunch, I should be able to take it away from them at any point. They don't deserve it because I don't Civic. get it. What did you call it? I call it civic responsibility. Yeah. It's your responsibility. How about, you know, and my response always is how about being a fucking human being? Be kind. You one of those? It's not hard. Be kind. It's really not that hard. Be kind. That's the message of this podcast. It is. Wrestling you know sucks. Kind? We never talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's really kind. <laughs> Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks is really kind. Yes. yes. Hometown hero. He's living in Austin, originally from New Orleans. But he calls Austin home. MJF comes out. He starts uh, his MJF spiel, which he always does, and Ricky Starks fucking counters him and blows him up, and it was fucking amazing. And he said every insult that I've always said about MJF before I got into MJF, 
things I didn't get about MJF. He's supposed to be rich, but he doesn't look rich. He's supposed to, a rich kid wouldn't have a haircut that he was done with a Floby. These are things I always complained about with MJF. And Ricky Starks hit them all. So I, I'm glad to say that I'm not the only one that thought that. <laughs> Chris he said at one, at one point he said he was going to slap the mole right off your neck. Yes. This was this was a uh, cookie cutter promo from MJF, which you know could have been done on purpose so that we yes. get the result that we got, which is fine. Cookie cutter promo from MJF. It's everything that you usually expect, and then a fucking tremendous fucking promo from Ricky Starks. I mean, talk about rising to the occasion. The problem we I have once again is. They're gonna hot shot it. Well, he's losing. Ricky Stark. Yeah. He's a Yeah, I get it. it. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know. It's next week. I would like <laughs> Yeah, it's next week, right? I mean, I you know, I mean I but what I'm saying is is that like, yeah, I get it. He's a holdover, but you can develop this even all right, so let's say all right, we're gonna use Ricky Starks as a holdover. But look at the reaction last week. Well, no matter what the reaction was last week, mm-hmm. we've already decided that we're going to do this again next week. You can start off with saying, hey, this guy's a holdover. You know, you don't it's not a it's not a scripted television show like any other show where it's like this is the story and we got to go with it when we're filming, blah, blah, blah. You can make call an audible and then say, yo, this went really well. Instead of doing this, let's see where this goes. This may be a lot. This may be a, a fucking long term program and they could still go back to that if it works out for them because you know wrestling on tv it could be a shady ending you know if they come out and they wrestle a match they're going to wrestle a match next week if it gets a lot of like like what happened with the acclaimed and swerve in our glory right but instead of doing it in this like really kind of like rigid forced way like oh they liked it let's do it again but give them what they wanted let's make an audible call an audible and go in a different direction and maybe extend this thing and have it keep going. I mean, what's he hold? What's he going to hold the spot uh, for the challenge against the title uh, for who? For Mox? For one of these bigger names that they have? One of these more well-known guys? One of their bigger guys? Whatever. Those guys are there. Right. You don't have to do this right away. You can say, "Hey, look, man, this is working. We're going to go with the hot hand. We're going to go with this for a while, and then we'll bring that." Because look, I mean, honestly, look at who's at the top of the card on AEW. Do you think any of these guys are like, "I need the belt"? I don't think people like that exist anymore. Do you really think I, they do? I really do? don't either. I, I don't know. Because it's get, you know, after first, years and years of this, people finally get it. Unless you own the yeah. company and you're the one, you're the booker and you're the champ. Like I, I think you get that it doesn't matter as long as you get paid. Yeah, and, and you're going, you're going into more of a. I, I mean, look, I don't know what they do. Uh, I'm assuming maybe they're structured. Their, their deals are deals they just get paid what they get paid mm-hmm. if you're getting paid what you're getting paid i mean that was the whole scott hall thing when he was in uh wcw i'm getting fucking paid the same right i'll do whatever right 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 it's like i gotta be at the top of the car because i gotta be able to get a bigger pay cut at the end of the show and i have to sell more merch to make more money no i'm getting paid x amount of dollars a year no matter what the fuck i do i'll lay down for anybody i don't give a shit and merch sales i mean they are reflective of your position on the card there's plenty of people that sell more merch than anybody else. When Kyrie Sane was with WWE, she sold a shit ton of merch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, she it's was all about never, how you work She was character. never near the top of the card. So. Now, and it's all about how you work your character, right? Yeah. People and who, you know, how much input you have in designing your gear and all that stuff like that. Yeah. 
WWE. I don't know. I mean, and, and, and you don't have to. I always say you don't have to win to to be liked. Like I liked fucking Tatanka. Yes. When I was a kid, he didn't fucking win. No. He was Intercontinental Champ for a while, but for a little bit, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's like you know, you like these guys, and you're like fucking. When I was a little kid, I was like, oh, Max Moon. You know, it's like fucking. <laughs> never did anything. Yeah, I liked uh, Kamala and um, Papa Shango. There you go. Yeah, I love Papa Shango. I like racist stereotype wrestlers. I was a big fan. The Samoans chewing the fucking goo. Ugh. Big fan. Uh, TNT Championship match. Uh, Darby Allen versus Samoa Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe beats Darby Allen. This is pretty good. Uh, Darby Allen is. Darby Allen's just fun to watch, man. He fucking suicidal as hell. Okay. Yeah, and Samoa Joe is so legitimately believable, mm-hmm. right? Like as this big badass comes down, looks great with two titles on his shoulders. He looks great coming down the ramp. I mean, everything about this dude is just like. It looks legit, and he's a heel. So when Wardlow comes out at the end, I'm out. Yep. You know, I mean, like you look at this dude who's a big badass, ass kicking machine, and then when he, whenever he works heel, he is the quickest dude to bail whenever shit don't go his way. He just he runs does. away. Just rolls away. He all, yeah. He just hits the ropes. He goes fuck this, bang, lays on his back and rolls out. Mm-hmm. I'm out of here, and I love it. He's great. I'm, I'm glad that he that this was a great match. It was a great match for a television show. How about Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Uta? They defeated Daniel Garcia and Jake Hager. More importantly, that's this is where we got the regal goodbye, the uh, death note. In case that I die, I'd like to record this. Is that okay? Did you ever hear the rumor about how uh, Ted Turner had a videotape of a like a band playing? They're playing. It's like a military band playing a song in front of Ted Turner's mansion, just in case the world ends. And it was going to be the last thing CNN played. No. Yeah, there's like a tape in the archives. That's Apparently so creepy and weird. Yeah, this is what this was the Ted Turner tape, but it was Regal <laughs> saying goodbye. If I die, show this to them. I did like this because Moxley looked like he had, showed he showed real emotion, which was cool. Good. I just, I just, I just googled CNN Ted and it finished CNN Ted Turner end of the world. There you go. This is the video, the last thing you'll ever see. And CNN, oh uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> All right, keep going. I want to read about this. Keep on talking because I want to look into this boy. Holy crap! Jimmy Hater had a promo. <laughs> yeah, I kind of zoned out on this. How was it? It was fine. But she, yeah. they, she never talks. They never have her talk. I don't know why. She did fine. Uh, there was a really bad match with Jade Cargill. It was fine, I guess. Jade Cargill immediately puts everything at C. She could take a dump in the ring. It's a C. What else we got? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, the tag championship match. The Acclaim defeated FTR. This fucking match ruled. Okay. Uh, yeah, this was this was excellent. Um. But we're seeing something out of the acclaimed, out of the acclaimed, right? I guess it was always there, but now they've worked them. So, because remember, we were doing a lot of complaining about the acclaimed. Yeah, well, the one guy got hurt and everything. Yeah, it just didn't go well for them. And then they, you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I like they they suspended Max Caster, but when you look at it in, in hindsight, yeah, he he was stupid for what he said, but everybody's at fault. Somebody should have caught that. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, like that wasn't just him. I mean, how old is he? 
Yeah, and, and, yeah, and youth is not it's not an excuse. It's not it's not a defense for for being dumb. But, you know, we we're he's 33, actually. Yeah. Well, even still, yo, I'm 47. I'm a dipshit. I, you yeah. know, I mean, it's not like we as men <laughs> have a tendency to think dumb. I don't give a fuck who you are or where you stand on what issues. We all have a tendency to think dumb shit is funny. Yes, we do. And have bad ninety percent of our ideas on what is funny and what we should say is bad, and we uh, should keep our mouth shut. And dumber is funnier, my book. I like dumber is funnier. All right, there you go. That's A.W. Dynamite. Also, uh, I didn't watch it, but Kineski uh, Takeshita is back. He wrestled Mox on Friday night, but I didn't watch. Yeah, I didn't watch that either. I saw a little bit of it. I think I was home for it. We, uh, I'll tell you what, we got tattooed on Friday, and um, what you get. I don't suggest ever getting the, your hamstrings tattooed because mm, I can't sit. My oh. leg's hanging off the chair right now, man. I got work done on my Star Trek piece. Oh, nice. Yeah, get that done, and then I got some other stuff I got to get finished. I was ready to get uh, new ones like right away after I got my back finished. I'm taking a full year off before I get anything done again. Yeah. Just well, this quad was a son of a bitch. Yeah. It took forever. Yeah. But I'm happy with the outcome. Good. Now, how many people you know got bones tattooed on their ass cheek? Mm. How many people you know got bones tattooed on their ass cheek? How many people you know have kissed bones on an ass cheek? It's going to be me. AEW's match card for next week. Winner takes all. EW World Championship and Dynamite Diamond Ring. MJF faces Ricky Starks. MJF's winning this. Uh, AEW World Trios Championship Best of 7 Series We got a week off by the way guys It must have been a travel week Death Triangle are up 2-1 to one versus the Elite The House of Black is wrestling Ruby Soho versus Tay Mello Oh we didn't mention Ruby Soho's nose job Good job Yeah she got a new Did she actually physically get a new nose? Yeah she got she got a broken nose And she said fuck it I'm getting the, I'm getting the job done Good for her Yeah whatever Whatever yeah. you think You're not happy with something You get it changed Shit, if I, if I got a tooth knocked out, I'd gonna... get fucking brand new teeth put in. I'd be like... I'm not doing that. What? Getting new teeth put in. I got to get the... I'll get the spacer so they don't... I'm constantly in a position in which my my teeth can get knocked out. The fake teeth are amazing. Yeah, but what happens when a couple thousand dollar fake tooth gets knocked out of my mouth? Yeah, you just put it, put it in your pocket and they put it back in for you. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, talked to a dentist. When we went, when we were in Aruba, we watched the uh, Aruba used to be a Dutch colony, so we went and mm-hmm. watched uh, Holland versus Argentina in the town square, which yeah. was awesome. Which none of those white people that were at that fight, any of those bars would even think of doing. We went down there. We were with real Arubans watching the fucking game. So they would give it selling you buckets of beer. I was, mm-hmm. I was still using my. We didn't have a bottle opener. I was just using oh, my teeth to oh. prime oven. One, no. dude, one dude saw me do it, and you, and you should have seen the eyes popped out of his head, and I just looked, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fuck. my wife hates it. God damn, I don't even have any of those teeth, I don't think. I didn't do it on the fake one. Oh, you have a fake one? Yeah, I got a fake one. I you got have an implant? I don't. Yeah, I got one. I'm, I'm missing one. all of them. But, um, you know, it's funny you brought that up, because I thought you were going to say, I was just thinking about this today. I... I'm in a position now in my life where I will not pretend that I give a shit about something I just do not give a shit about. 
And that's this world. That's the World Cup. I just don't fucking care. I really don't. I do. Uh, Yeah, I know. The Holland game is fucking exciting. Holland had no no right to even be in that game. There was a there is a contingent of people who I I, it's akin to what I always hate about the um, the horse races, the uh, Kentucky Derby. Is that these people pop up and they're oh, horse racing, horse racing, sport of kings. Did you know this? No. And neither did you until five minutes before you left your fucking house today. And that's the way they are about soccer. They don't give a shit until the World Cup comes along. I don't. I know there's a lot of people that you mad do. At me? I don't give a shit about it. No, 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 no. I'm not. And this is the reason why. Because you've been watching soccer for decades mm. you may not be watching it recently but you have a strong knowledge base of that sport yep the same I'm dudes are playing too from when i stopped not, watching yeah <laughs> i'm talking about dudes. dudes who do not give a fuck and then they're going to tell you about how this game is played it's a big game today is it do you really it, know do you really think it's a big game you know, I mean, look, I know there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people in Philly that love it. And, and, and this is a big area for soccer around here. I yeah, get Delaware, it. Delaware, Jersey. Uh, yeah. But to me, it's just like, I, I, and that's cool. Look, I don't give a shit, but to me, I try. I just do not care. Were you ever really a big fan though? I think I really tried to be on numerous occasions. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is cool. I'll watch this. And then, um, and then I went to, uh, and then when the when the Premier League came on, we got the Premier League on NBC Sportsnet when that was a thing, and yeah. and uh, I was like, I'll, I'll watch the Premier League. And then I try. Look, I enjoy watching it. I'll put the Premier League on in the house on Saturday afternoons while I'm doing things when there's because there's nothing, but it's because there's nothing on, or I really don't want to watch anything. I'll throw it on in the background. I enjoy it. I understand how the game is played. I don't get confused by fucking offsides, to which, frankly, if you get confused by this, I think you, you're there's something idiot. wrong with you. You're an idiot. Why do people not, not get offsides in any sports? I don't it's not that fucking, fucking hard. Get it. People get so, confused about offsides in hockey, and they've defined lines to stare they at. They have a fucking giant, thick-ass fucking line. Now they do. Now it's all video. Re- now it's all computerized in fucking soccer. They double-check with yeah. the robot, and the robot says whether or not they're right or not. So, you know, I mean... But I try to watch it. I try to get into it. I just I enjoy watching it, but I'm not really into it. Right? Yeah. Now I'll sit there and bitch and moan. How about football? And I get into that. Right. But I it's it's a weird thing. It's like you know I'll bitch and moan, but then when I come home from work, if I get home early enough on a Sunday, I get come right in. First thing I do is I turn on that four o'clock game on CBS and watch the teams that nobody cares about play, right. yeah. and I get really excited about it and I, uh, I enjoy it. A bunch of games too. You know, so yeah, you're gambling. Man. I gambled. I got my uh, DraftKings uh, app and I gambled. Well, they were on the World they Cup. were matching. Yeah, they were matching your bet. If you put a hundred down on on the yeah, US, you, yeah. you got the and you lost, you got a hundred dollars back. I was like, Fuck I had, it, I'll uh, do it. And then before you know it, I was just like, I banged all the underdogs. I had uh, Japan let me down. Terrible fucking penalties. Some of the worst penalties I've ever seen in my fucking entire life. Awful. I will tell you this though, when they beat Germany and then there's Shinsuke Nakamura had a picture of we had his camera mm-hmm. creeping into Walter's locker room. <laughs> yeah. He's old. Walter was sitting there and he just went put his middle finger. Walter's <laughs> Austrian though, but it's okay. Yeah, I know. I know. Is he Austrian? <laughs> he's Austrian. Or do they just say he's Austrian? 
pretty sure he's Austrian. Walter I mean, maybe Austria. he is. I'm just saying he was he was torturing torturing uh, Walter about Germany losing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I lost some money. <laughs> I'm gonna watch more of it. I watched the game today and then turned it off when it was two nothing. I didn't care after that. Yeah. It's gonna yeah, be France is winning the whole fucking thing. You're not rooting for Morocco? I'm rooting for Morocco. No, I don't. I don't care. Morocco is a big. Don't care. It's a big underdog. I root for it. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, it's cool, and I, it'd be cool if they won the whole World Cup. I would yeah, enjoy so to see. I. Just I would to like fuck to see that. Over. But it's like when Greece won the Euro and we're playing the most boring fucking soccer you've ever seen. Your well, that's life. what is that? Isn't that what Morocco's doing? They're playing counterattack. It's a little bit more. Exciting. Yeah, they're ca- yeah, yeah. counterattack and everybody. And people are like explaining it to them. I was like, kids, they're counterattacking. Yeah, right. well, they're leaving everybody back. You see, and it's just like, yeah, no, you don't see. I, I saw years ago. You fucking cunts. Yes. Oh God, I hate you. I hate yes. Sports uh, experts. Yeah, it's uh, winter is coming this week. Yeah. Yeah. Excited? Yeah. No, I mean, you know, that there. I don't have anything invested in this. It, 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 it's difficult to. It's it's so haphazard with no structured storylines. It's just like, I mean. I don't have anything invested. There's no build to anything. Things just happen for what no reason. What do you mean? Reason. There's the best of seven series between Death yeah, Triangle like, and yeah. the Elite. Best of seven series between Death Triangle and the Elite. Remember when we saw the Death Triangle, or we saw Penta and uh, Ray Fenix wrestle the Young Bucks in a cage, and they won, and it was amazing? Yeah, you remember that? that was so awesome. I've seen this. You're going to have to do a lot to repeat it. Also, you know, I don't know. I, I, I it, I mean, obviously, I'm tired. I've never not been tired of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, but I mean, people got to be getting tired of this. They aren't. They eat it up. Do they though? That's the question. I don't. You don't know. I mean, as Brandon Brandon said in in his memory, R.I.P. It's what the fans are expected. This is what they think they're supposed to like. Yeah. It's pretty much what he says. There you go. I don't know. I'm All right, any final thoughts? I got nothing. Aruba was great. Go to Aruba. Save up the money. Go to Aruba, anybody. Don't uh, don't go to a place because it's cheap because there might be mass murder going on somewhere. Go to places where they – it might be a little more expensive, but it's because they pay, we got to pay taxes, and the taxes go to the people. Yeah, right. Okay. Thanks for joining us this week and join us here every week at Wrestling is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. If I die, here's the last audio I want you to send out, Tony Schiavone. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. And for Brandon, who's dead, and Chris, I'm Jim. We'll be back here next week.